see, man, see, Callan, Callan, she she does good things sometimes, or at least her chapters do good things sometimes. I'm surprised, bro. Like those chapters, I'm like, yo, this is. I'm dreading talking even about this chapter, but this chapter was. It has some heat. I can't lie. It has some heat to it. Yeah, yeah. So, listeners, welcome back to another episode of the New Black Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Chris, a.k.a. Prince, with the homie Duran, a.k.a. Medic Grizzly. Uh, so, guys, we are doing the Tuesday Thrones. Uh, every week, we break down a Song of Ice and Fire books, uh, chapter by chapter, going through each POV character. So, this week, we are on Catelyn 4 of A Game of Thrones. Duran... Uh, we usually, you know, we were talking off our air about this. We usually give Catelyn a lot of crap, but I mean, this is her fourth chapter. She gets a lot of airtime in this book, and it's it is it's so needed because a lot of the things that she is present for really push the story forward. So you really can't tell like the story of like at least the first couple of books without Catelyn's POV. Bro, and it's so sickening because you're so right. Like, you can't, like, these four chapters, first of all, her already having four chapters is ridiculous right now. We're, like, on, like, chapter, what, like, I think 17 or 18-ish, whatever Something it is. Something like that, yeah. Would take. For her to already have four, that tells you that she's already in the mix. And you already know my, like, distaste for this particular character and that I have to, like, yeah, we're doing Callan again. Yippee! Can't stand it. <laughs> but this chapter was was really good. It's it's a, a really good chapter. Yeah, really really good chapter. Very yeah. good chapter. So let me ask you a question though: the voyage and how she had the wit to like, yo, I got to beat everyone there. And most people were like, yo, they're gonna travel this long road through horses. She's like, no, I want to get a boat, and we're gonna get we're gonna beat everybody there. Can you explain to the viewers the chapter startup was showing? all of the history and how like before king's landing like what these places were and why they placed some name were dropped some locations the doors everything yeah so again we we've we've said this ad nauseum on this pod but the way that george does exposition and kind of world building um through different povs is so genius because it doesn't feel like you're getting let me give you a history lesson kind of a situation right it's you know, Catelyn is is they're sailing into King's Landing. They're they're in in the Blackwater Bay, headed towards Blackwater Rush to to, to King's Landing, and she's kind of looking at the whole landscape of the city and giving us a little bit of information or history about, um, you know, about about Aegon the Conqueror and you know how he came. And um, so you get these really great descriptions of what the city looks like. And I know all of us like now like we have the benefit of having the show, but. I feel like I could read this book and she's talking about, you know, Visenya's Hill and Rainey's Hill and Aegon's Hill and all the streets cobbled together. Um, and like the, the structures and the buildings and the granaries and brothels all kind of like piled on top of each other. You have this idea in your brain of what this city looks like. It's, it's, it's this sprawling kind of metropolis that you can, I mean, I, I guess as big as a metropolis can have in, you know, a medieval world. Um, but it's, you get such a great visual of it while also getting like the history of, you know, this is where Aegon landed with his army and it was really just a, a crude little like wooden fort um, at the beginning. But, um, you know, as he continued his conquest, the the town kind of just like rose up, rose up around it. So um, again, just, just really good, like 
world setting language just early on before before they even land in the harbor. And that tells you how rich this history is. And like me being, like I said, the, the newbie in this whole thing, besides the show, the show kind of like, if, I'm not going to say visually you see something, you don't really know the actual worth that actually is. But now seeing the small buildup and how we have to revisit these places later on, bro, that was like, that was a power. That's her, probably her best part of her book in the prior chapter. This is like the best part. And I enjoyed it so much. And then we go on to mention the name drops, so like a little finger of the history. Tell the folks why he is Littlefinger. So the the great thing about about this Catelyn chapter, I'm, I'm glad you brought him up already because she. This is the first time that we're introduced to Littlefinger and Varys, who were the 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 two kind of, I guess, um, rival intelligence officers in Westeros. Let, let, let's call, let's call them that. That's a good way. Yes. <laughs> um. So Littlefinger, uh, his real name is Lord Peter Baelish, of course. Um, she gives a little bit of history about how he got the name. Her brother Edmure gave him that name because his family is from a, a, a region in Westeros called the Fingers. Um, and he was always a very small, slender um, person. So Edmure, as a way of mocking him, called him Littlefinger. So everyone calls him Littlefinger still to this day, even though he is like Catelyn said, officially Lord Baelish because his father died, so he's now Lord of his family's holdings. Um, but again, like we're, we're getting a little bit of hints about who this guy is and the history about, you know, uh, him and Catelyn and her sister Lysa, they were all kind of friends growing up. But Littlefinger really, really liked Catelyn in a way that, I mean, he, he, really, he really liked her. Like he, he loved her. Like let's just call it what it is. Um, like he was in love like yeah and and so and so so we get a little bit of background about ned's older brother who catelyn was supposed to marry brandon when he got news uh when Littlefinger got news that brandon was going to be marrying her he challenged brandon to a duel we all know how that turned out um Littlefinger got his shit handed to him and catelyn basically had to beg brandon not to kill him um and she has not seen which is also very interesting that is the part that like this gets me. So the last time you've seen him, you beg for his life, for it not to be taken away. This is supposed to be like your brother figure who got infatuated with you to the point that it became uncomfortable and mm-hmm. that he's willing to challenge for your love. Nah, don't kill him though. Don't don't kill him. Let him live. Let him do his thing. And then you swing back and then boom, you need this guy. You essentially cool. need him. And, and that's it's crazy. And, it, and it's and it's interesting too because you see he was kind of like waiting, waiting in the wind because she mentions that after Brandon was killed by the Mad King, he wrote her a letter, but she burned it without ever reading it. Yes. So he's always yes. had this emotional attachment to her, and you know, and and I give Catelyn credit for being aware of some of the of her knowing that she needs to have some kind of political savviness to kind of maneuver around the comings and goings of King's Landing. But Mm -hmm. she just does not, she just, she, she knows that there's a lot of shady nonsense going on in King's Landing. She just does not know how serious it is. And it's, it's kind of a shame because like you have to give her credit for having more sense 
than Ned does in this realm, but I mean, they're they're out of their league. They're they're completely out of their league, and we see later on in a chapter, which we'll get to in a second. But mm-hmm. they're just she knows that she has to tread carefully, but she has no idea that like even her showing up is just you, you've walked right into the lines. Then no pun intended. And they try to yeah, rarely you know pun intended <laughs> lines, but. They even try to warn her, but like I did like the detail of the flat, like not the showing the dagger's damage to the fingers, and actually showing that hey, this is not going to change. Literally, I'm going to have this, and it's a reminder of how why I'm here in a sense, and then how strategically she tried to be to make sure no one knew she was going to be there, but yet they still find out that you're there. How you try to find these places that they didn't ask for names, they didn't ask for nothing. It's like it's a terrible part of town. No one's going to know I'm there, but yet the spider knows that you're there. Like, that was just so cool and dope that, like, we knew this man was, like, you said, the battle they have once, like, who's a top agent? Who knows this? Who knows that? The whispers, the little people. Just, it's, it was fascinating. They never name dropped any other details until it actually happened in the moment that, yo, I didn't even tell. I was being careful. And you guys still found out this is not my game. I'm not, I, I have no chance. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's for, again reading it over and over, like for you know the I don't know how many times I've read this chapter, but going back now and seeing it again, it's just like, man, they were they were compromised the second they they got off that ship, and they had they had no idea. Like, and she, like you said, she went to great lengths to try and hide herself. I mean, even Sir Roderick, like you know, shaved his whiskers off and everything like that, but. There's nothing like just like Littlefinger said. There's nothing that goes on in King's Landing without Varys or I knowing. Like it is that is that is the world that she has stepped in. So it's it's a tough spot for her to be in because they him and Varys they just kind of sniff it out right away. Like you know she tries to play that game with him. Like oh you know uh, a woman can't miss her husband and her daughters. And Littlefinger's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Miss me with all that bullshit. What, he what's her, going on here? He called her on her stuff. Yo, what is your home? What's your phrase? What's your, what's your, you about family? Everything you need to do in your duties are back home. You being here, something happened. Tell me and something. And then like, up. even like going to the whole point of her trying to, yeah, she's trying to hide the dagger and everything else. You hit him. You try all these secrets and methods and like, yo, Where's the dagger at, yo? Like, let's get to the point. Let's let's get down and, to the and, and the thing is, too, like, why are you here? When she enters the room, the first thing he says is he notices her hands. Mm-hmm. So he's all the wheels are already turning in Littlefinger's head, right? And and this is the thing for me where like Littlefinger's such an opportunist. Like he was, I, I do feel like Littlefinger shoots off the hip more than people probably think he does. Because if he truly did not know, if, if Varys was, was truly the one who gave him the word that like, hey, you know, Lady Stark is in King's Landing, right? Because that's mm-hmm. that's what he tells her. And I, I do believe that otherwise Varys wouldn't have shown up as quickly as he did. And, and like kind of given the whole the whole spiel about like how he found out that she was here. Yeah. But at the end of the chapter, Littlefinger's playing with the knife. Right. And he gives this story, which we know now is a lie. And we're going to get into why, why I believe it's a lie. But he talks about how 
you know, he's like, oh, man, you should have came to me about this knife. It, it's mine. And she's kind of like, what do, you, what do you mean it's yours? I'm like, well, you know, I had it in my possession, but, uh, you know, I, I, I put money on Jamie in a um, tournament for Prince Joffrey's uh, name day. And mm-hmm. after he lost to Sir Loris, I lost it to Tyrion Lannister. Now, here's the thing, Deron. I'm going to ask you a question. Littlefinger said that he put money on Jamie, right? Mm-hmm. He lost that bet to Tyrion, Jamie's brother. Mm-hmm. What about Tyrion that we know about Tyrion? What tells you that he would ever bet against Jamie? That's the puzzling thing. Every time I read this, bro, like it just, he loved his brother. He would never he bet like, against Jamie. Yes, he loved his brother. So even like when this thing happened, I'm reading it, I'm like, Littlefinger, you full of crap, bro. You are already like you're literally like you're full of crap because we just had like the small meshes of like they treat Jamie and they their friendship, their brother, their brotherhood is different. It's different than anyone else in their bloodline. He's not going to betray that at all. Nope. So for you to even mention this as in you want to be the head honcho, the the star of a story, as I'm like, yeah, this is my dagger, all that stuff. You can't call your bluff because she don't really know what's going on. She knew it wasn't from around where she had it, but. Bro, you're lying from the gates. Like all you want is to be. You're so infatuated with her. Like it just, it's insane. It's insane. And but, Varys is hilarious, bro. Yeah, hilarious. like it, it, the introduction to Varys. We're gonna get back to Littlefinger lying in a second. But Varys' mm-hmm. introduction, like they make him so creepy. Like they they describe him as like plump and soft and moist and perfumed. It's just like he's kind. It's kind of icky. Like he's kind of like the kind of person where you don't want him to touch you. You know what I mean? If you if you listen to the audiobook, bro, the voice they use, it's so creepy. It's so freaking creepy. Like, you're like, oh my gosh, like, why am I, like, what, who read this? Like, this is, is bad. Let like, you know this person is not supposed to be in the circle, the eunuch. He is definitely out there. He's a different taste. But he name drops her husband. Oh, we're a new hand. We're a fan of him. You're up here, bro. How do you even know about any of this stuff? I mean, you're down there. How do you even know about this? He knows everything, man. He knows They're everything. They're not even there yet. They're not even there yet. And then Catelyn tried to do a different route, but yet y'all be in the same destination. And he already knows everything. If that doesn't tell you, like, I am, I'm confused. Like, how do you, like, like it's, it's insane to think about the knowledge that passes so fast. Yeah. And, and Catelyn has a little bit of a, a monologue in her head where she's saying, you know, she only trusted Littlefinger a little, a little. And Varys, not at all. And it's just like, uh, absolutely. I mean, you're. I mean, and and I think I don't want to give anything away here for, for anyone who hasn't read the books or watched the show yet. But don't. just if you trust no one in King's Landing, you're starting off on the right foot. <laughs> Even a little. Everyone bit. has their hidden agenda. Like, think about it right now. Like, it never like dawned on you that you two are in. You're in a room now with two of the most persuasive people in King's Landing. Two of the most very influential people, at least. Yes, like Master of Coin. Like, he literally controls there. And then you have, like, the spider in the coin. Like, the money. Anything you want to do as far as the secret double agents and various. Like, you are not going to be able to do whatever you want to do without them being a part of it. So, who do you befriend? Like, who do you do? Like, it's that point in life where, like, I got a history with him. But he also, like... Is he trying to play him? Say, I use your love against you. Like, I need you to be here. 
but this man also wants you for his own trophy prize. And in the day, that's all he wants yeah. is you as a trophy, and he will do anything and say anything to make that happen. Yep, yep. I'm I'm so glad you you brought that up about like you know he's master of coin, he's master of whispers. Like again, as much as we try to give Catlin a little bit of credit for like acknowledging like, hey, look, this is King's Land, and they do things different, and I gotta move very very carefully. There is no way that you're going to be able to outmaneuver these two people on their home turf. It's just not gonna. It's just not. It's just not gonna. It's just not gonna happen. But this is why I also going back to Littlefinger. Why I also say, you know, why he's so opportunistic and shoots off the hip. Because if he really mm-hmm. did not know about the dagger, which I'm not even entire, entirely sure that he didn't beforehand. Yeah. He just saw this as an opportunity to pit the Starks against the Lannisters for a full blown lie. For yep. full blown lie, because number one, he never he if if that story is a lie that he lost it in a bet to Tyrion, he never had that dagger in the first place. Because mm-hmm. if that story was, if we believe that story is a lie, we know Tyrion would never bet on Jaime. So so Littlefinger would never have the knife in his possession to bet to lose to Tyrion in something that never happened. It it just tells you like more about the actual game, like it's in a title. Game of Thrones, but like knowing that the the knowledge and the holding the cards and like playing it's your liking and love mixed into it, it it's a recipe for disaster. And then uh, there's something else brewing in the back, like you said. He's trying to put the stars against the Lannisters. Like there's more going on that we don't even know about. This is only like the small little pill in the onion. Yep, and and him just kind of dropping that name and putting the blame on Tyrion is just it, it's it's just egging her on it's it, it and all it is is just reinforcing what she already has in her brain what she already thinks is the cause for all this Fucking so now dude. that's 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 the only that that's just what she needs to get going you know so yeah. it's 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 going to get a lot messier from here on out we're barely scratching the surface but um I'm excited to 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 continue breaking down Catelyn's chapters because, like you said, she is in the mix, and oh boy, it's going to get a lot messy, a lot more messier. But um, y'all, let us know what y'all are you looking forward to next. I I am next. next the, the next chapter is John, so I'm always looking forward to John chapters. John chapters are always great. Yeah, forget for that one. Yeah, yeah. But guys, let us know what I y'all actually like, look forward to next Catelyn chapter. Well, yeah. Well, now because now she's she's in the mix of everything. Now, now it's, now it's, we start doing kind of like the the real Game of Thrones. Like this is where Game of Thrones gets its. Now that now that we're in King's Landing, this is where Game of Thrones really gets its really gets its name. So, I, but I guys, hate I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, it's been fun hanging out with y'all. Um, again, like I said, we do this every Tuesday. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Uh, we'll be with John next week. Um, so don't forget to, to tune in, um, and, uh, we'll catch you guys next week.